I'm Dr. Amanda Kellogg, Assistant Professor of English at Radford University, and this is the Radford Writer's Desk, a podcast featuring Radford faculty and graduate students reading from their creative works. Hi, my name is David Beach, and I'm an Associate Professor in Radford's English Department, where I teach playwriting, drama, linguistics, and composition. I also currently serve as the Interim Director of the Core Writing Center. I'll be reading a short monologue I wrote in 2017 when I attended the Kennedy Center Playwriting Intensive. The title is Silent as the Dawn, and in it, Jerome, a 71-year-old man from the South Carolina Low Country, on parole since his recent release from jail, visits his daughter's grave on a special birthday. A gravesite in a cemetery, a summer Wednesday, noon. Silent as the Dawn. Jerome enters the cemetery and kneels by Dawn's, his daughter's grave, which is next to his wife's, Josephine's grave. The sun blazes at noon, sweat pours from his face, a nearby fountain and distant traffic provide constant noise, birds chirp. You been gone, what? 98 from today, uh, 8 from 6, move one over 8 from 16 is 7, no, 8. And eight from zero, move another one. Oh, eight from ten, twenty-eight. Twenty-eight years without my baby girl Dawn. Your mama liked that name. Said you come out without a sound. Still as the dawn of the swamp. <laughs> Josephine, your mama, she done grown up near the Okefenokee Swamp down South Georgia, and Lord, she done loved that swamp. Remember. <laughs> Used to drag us down every summer to see her kinfolk. Them skeeters big as birds. <laughs> they probably not that big except when they suck all the blood out of you. <laughs> My mama always called your mama Swamp Rat. <laughs> she never liked Josephine Law. She never done like any girl I bring home, but special Josephine that Swamp Rat. <laughs> your mama gets so mad when I call her that. I kill you and swear you died. <laughs> Once I call her that, and she done chased me through the house with one of them skillets yelling, I'm going to slop you naked and sell your clothes. <laughs> your mama been gone. If you been gone 28 years, Josephine been gone 27 years. She just couldn't bear the pain. You'd been 50 years old today. My baby girl born 50 years ago today. I done go over to Ian Esther's house earlier today. She holding all my stuff. Glad that mean-ass some bitch jackass husband of hers kick it some years ago. He was always so damn mean to me. Never come see me in jail. He done gone now. Cancer ate away his body. I see Jan Esther. She makes me some good cooking. Eggs just like I like them. Sun side up, lumpy grits covered with butter. And a slab of country ham thick as my pinky finger. Mmm, damn dim's good eatings. She knows I come by today. Fifty years and you come in the world silent as the dawn. You stay silent, you know. All dim years silent like a stone. There's a newfangled word for it now. Can't remember it. We just call it retarded. Josephine. She done give the world to you. She done give up the world, too. Means she give up me. She blamed me for you. Said my mama give me the bad seed which made you who you was. Like you is my fault. 
Esther showed me the room where all my stuff's. Said lots of boxes in the closet. I goes in. I sees that one box I know has all them photos, so I reach up to push it off the ledge. And the damn box falls on the floor, lid flying open, and all them photos laying all over the floor. <laughs> then I see that old quarter. <laughs> God, you'd rub that quarter all the day long. When you turn 20... Josephine done gone to the store to get this red nail polish. Says she's going to paint your fingers for your birthday. So she get discord and change with the same year you was born, 1966. She says a sign from God. So she paint that quarter along with your fingers, and you's happier than old blue laying on the porch chewing on a big old catfish head. <laughs> you spend all your time rubbing that red quarter, I guess, trying to rub all that polish off. And if it did, lots of it stayed on. I sticks it in my pocket, and maybe I keeps it there for now. Maybe for good. Make me think of my little Dawn every time I pull it out of my pocket. Or maybe I just go put it on your mama's grave. She's like that. Maybe then she done forgive me for killing all baby girl. Never understand why I do it. It was for mercy. Mercy for her, mercy for you, mercy for all of us. I knows God understand, He always do. I hope you understand. I forgive. Because I know Josephine never done so. Well, I go in now. <clears throat> Your Aunt Esther expecting me for dinner. Don't want to keep her waiting. Happy 50 year to my baby Dawn. You sleep tight now. This particular monologue came from a prompt, a photo of a 1966 quarter painted red. I knew that red painted quarters were shills or house coins. Arcade or diner employees would use those quarters in jukeboxes decades ago, which in turn would get patrons to put more quarters in the jukeboxes, but that wasn't really much of a story. I just visited the low country in South Carolina, and I heard a voice in my head, Jerome's voice, and the story just tumbled out of my brain. Through several readings, I sharpened the monologue to where it is now. Other works are inspired by what's going on in the world and in my own life. One piece I've recently written has, as its backdrop, the issue of kneeling during the national anthem at football games. Another work in revision right now is looking into the future when the first female American president meets the first female Russian president. As a playwright, I often work backwards. I know how a play will end, and I try strategically to place the clues throughout the play. I also have to develop each character and his or her backstory so the character is fully realized. I also have the advantage of having been an actor, a director, a design team member, and a dramaturge. So after I write an initial draft, I start revising a work considering the other elements that bring words on a page to the stage. Thank you for listening to the Radford Writer's Desk. For more information about our programs, our faculty, and our many opportunities for students interested in creative writing and graduate scholarship, please visit our website, www.radford.edu English.